Welcome to the Making Meaningful Income podcast, where a job is not just a job, where we refuse to settle for mediocrity, and where you're just one thought away from creating an extraordinary life. Only you can decide what's possible, but you've got to be willing to do what it takes. Find out what your life could be with your host, Andrew Cipriano. Hi right, guys, and welcome back to the Making Meaningful Income podcast. Welcome to episode 11. So I really hope you enjoyed last week's episode with Jack Lewandowski. And on the 20th episode, I plan on having somebody else in my life come on in and tell me what they're doing for meaningful income. And then I'm going to surprise them with a little bit of coaching at the end because I don't know, it's fun for me. I like to do that. All right. And then before we get into today's episode, I just want to say whatever you're doing in life, like it's okay to fail because I've had some massive fails lately. Like I want y'all to know I started a fail journal I have like four in here already, but literally just writing down every time I fail and I've got some stuff in here. So I signed up for this program. It's by Stacey Bayman. I'm sure like anyone in the life coaching industry is familiar with it. It's called the 2K for 2K. Uh, You pay her $2,000 and then she helps you kind of set up your business for the marketing and sales and get yourself ready to start making $2,000. She's like, you know, just get out there and meet people. It doesn't matter where you're going. Just get out there. Tell them you're a life coach. Offer to help. And the whole reason you're doing this really is to strengthen your belief as a coach so that you're giving off that belief in myself energy, right? Makes sense. So I'm like, okay, I'm sitting there brainstorming. Like, where can I go to meet people online? Um, Like, I've called the library. I've called local community colleges. Like, the community colleges don't want me there. The the colleges don't want me there because I'm not licensed. And um, the libraries like I guess you can start a group there but you're gonna find people so I'm like at this point it's just more work than I think it's worth so I'm like okay I know let's do Omegle like when I was a teenager we used to go on this place called Omegle and in chat roulette and like literally it's just random website where you click the space bar and every time you click it someone new pops up and you can just talk to them until they click the space bar or you click the space bar so I'm like let's go on there like that's how I can tell people I'm a life coach and strengthen my identity as a respected coach like literally half of it is guys that are naked and the other half are guys who are like, man, I'm having a bad day because there's just too many naked guys on here. And I'm like, man, like, so I finally got this one guy. He's like, I'm just having a rough day. I'm like, oh, perfect. This is the perfect person I can go. Hey, I'm a life coach. Um, I can help you. Right. Like just going to go give it a shot. And he's like, I just cut all my hair off for no reason. I'm like, well, let's talk about it. Like what's going on? Why do you think you cut your hair off? And he's like, I just don't know. And there's a lot of naked guys on here. <laughs> it clicks the space bar. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is ridiculous. So it's okay to fail. Like just get out there and try and eventually you're going to succeed. But I have had some big fails and definitely my 20 minutes on Omegle of shame, just trying to literally tell people I was a life coach and offer to help was, I would say an epic fail. So with no further ado, let's get into today's topic. All right. So the pretty much the basis of the coaching that I do from the, the theory of coaching, I learned the model as I've gone over in other episodes is telling you that you don't have to change your circumstances to change your results and how you think about it. So that's really powerful. And I wanted to say that too. It is okay. We had Jack on last week and he is a flight attendant and he finds that extremely meaningful. So I don't ever want to give the impression to anyone. Um, I don't think I did to him, but just in general that you can't be happy at your current job or that your current job can't be meaningful, even if it's not like something super intense, like I'm going to start my own business or go fly to the moon. And I just think it's important to tell you that anywhere you are, no matter of your circumstances, you can try to make the best of it and you can try to make it meaningful. So the story I have from today is I walked outside. Our My mom got this like five gallon jug thing where she's like, it's a water dispenser and it just is five gallon jugs. Jugs. So uh, I walked out today and the guy had come and dropped off the replacements for it. And it was really nice. He dropped off the replacements. He put them all there neatly. Like you could tell he did. It took him a minute to do it correctly. And then he put two dog treats on top. 
And I'm just like, wow, that actually, it was such a small thing, but it really made a big deal. And I know it's silly, like, oh my God, like such a first world thing, like for you to be grateful about. But I'm like, it was really nice. And it just was really unexpected. And he just took the time to do that. And I don't think that most people go to sleep at night dreaming to be people who drive trucks and drop off water jugs, but he had taken the time to do something extra and go above and beyond and really do a good job with his work. And I think that doing that at whatever job you're at right now, even if it's not where you want to be, I sincerely believe that doing that is the way that you're going to find meaningful income. So before when my clients, when I'm working with them and they're not happy at their job or they're not sure what they're doing and they want to figure out something else, I always just take a step back and we work on their thoughts about their current job. And we make sure that they can at least be okay and satisfied at their current job before they make any decisions. Because it's really important. When I was selling cars, my manager, his name was Doug, great guy. Um, I'll never forget this. He was like a mentor to me there. But he said, if you can't be happy at this job, then you're not going to find happiness at any other job. And now I never really understood that until last year when I was really getting into the coaching materials. And it finally clicked for me. Pretty much what he was saying is that your circumstances don't matter and you need to find peace now. And you need to figure out how to manage your mind now. And then if you do that, you, you might not even have to switch jobs, right? Or if you still want to switch jobs, at least you're going to be doing it from a place that's grounded and you're thinking forward and intelligently instead of a place that's flustered and angry and resentful about where you're currently at. Now, it's really important that you learn how to manage your mind now and do this skill, even if you're at a job that you don't like. Even if you start the process, you don't have to finish the process of managing your mind and getting completely content, but just start at where you're at now. Because if you don't start doing it now, you're going to rush into something else and you're always going to find unhappiness in it. I mean, it's just how it's going to work out. So even now with my business, you know, this is still, it's really at the ground floor. <laughs> I'm still living at home with my parents. I have a couple of clients. I love them dearly and I'm trying to get it and they believe me and I'm learning how to believe in myself. And a part of me really wants to rush through this process. And then I hear all of the coaches' <laughs> voices in the back of my, hear, in my head, and I hear Doug's voice, which says, you need to learn how to take a second and learn how to be happy now. Step away from what you're doing and appreciate it. There's this quote I heard once, and it was really beautiful. And I, I don't think, I think it was like a meme from The Office. And he's like, I think it's Dwight looking back, or it's like a cartoon drawing. And he's like, hey, I just wish that somebody would have told us that these would have been the good times. And I think it's really important to remember that, you know, you're going to look back in 10 years when you're successful or when you're in that job that maybe you like more, or when you have the kids and the family and everything, you're going to go, wow, I really wish I would have just learned how to manage my mind and just accept where I was at from a place of love and acceptance and peace. And truly, you don't want to be making decisions from any other place anyways. And I see this a lot, right? People will get flustered, get frustrated, and they'll quit their job because of that frustration and, and fluster. And then what happens is they just are at peace for like a couple of days because they've changed their circumstance. But then the same thoughts and beliefs start creeping back in. It's just like when people decide to go on like a diet, right? And you see people who are like, no, I'm on keto now. Because like I did this in 2020, right when the pandemic happened, I did keto for a year. And I'm like, no, I'm on keto now. I'm not going to eat any carbs or sugar. And what would happen is once a month, I would completely binge to the point where I'd throw up. So um, I think I threw up three different times. Of course, this everybody knows now because I went to a wedding. It was a COVID wedding. So we went, it was like an in-house wedding because all the venues were closed and everyone knew I was eating carbs that day. And I was eating so much carbs and sugar and binging that I threw up. So everyone like makes fun of me now for that, like keto, not keto. But what ended up really happening when I did that was I had changed my action line, not eating any carbs whatsoever, without actually dealing with, again, the root with the thoughts and beliefs about myself, about my eating, about what I was capable of. 
And you see people do this with jobs. They're just going to change. They're going to quit working. And then they find themselves in another crappy job, right? And I say crappy with air quotes. You can't see me doing it. But as a general rule of thumb, I just like to avoid saying crappy jobs because a job for me that I don't like um, might be a job that you really like. You know what I mean? There's, there's a job for everyone. All right. So back to the point. So if you're in a job right now that you're not in love with, or maybe you think it's not going to be your destiny, try just for like a week to do your best job you possibly can. Like just come to work as if it were your dream job. I think it's really important to do this. When I was working at the psychiatric hospital, I knew that being a mental health technician wasn't going to be the job I always did, but I would come to work most days. It's, it's hard to do every single day, right? And really put my best foot forward and really do that. And by doing that, I found the job so much more meaningful in itself. And I learned to manage my mind around the job. So I stopped blaming the circumstances of the job, right? If there's a new policy or something I didn't like, which when the job first started, I wasn't managing my mind at all. I have to be honest with you. And I went for this interview and this is before life coaching. And I was really frustrated about a policy they put in place. And, you know, that was a circumstance I had no control over. And I had to just tell everyone what I thought about it. And I was gossiping and like, I wasn't, I wasn't putting my best foot forward. And I was really suffering at that job because of it. So it really took me learning how to manage my mind. And understand that my circumstances I don't have control over, but I can manage my thinking about it and, you know, kind of generate feelings that I would like to bring to work that sold the job to be a lot more meaningful. And I'm so happy I learned to do that because in doing that process, I learned how to find meaning in my job. And I think I got the most out of the experience I possibly could. And I, I saw things and experienced things that I wouldn't have experienced that really led me to where I am now. And I learned to catch those little like nuances and stuff and little subtleties that I wouldn't have noticed about the job that I really liked that guided me to the coaching business that I have today. But I see it all the time and I'm not judging anyone. You know, if you don't like your job, I, I understand. I've had jobs I don't like either, but just try putting your best foot forward for a week and try to just manage your thinking about things that are out of your control and see what happens. I guarantee you that that's a much better place to come from especially when you're trying to figure out a better path to go down than to have any negative energy that's going to be clouding your vision trying to make any decisions. It's really important, guys. Remember that your thoughts create your feelings and your feelings really do put off energy. They really put off energy. So uh, Stacey Bayman, the course I'm taking right now, she, you know, the whole course is literally to get you to think like you're a life coach, really sincerely believe that you're a coach because your thoughts obviously dictate your feelings. And if you're not feeling sincerely that you're a coach, she says it, it's like a BO cloud, like people can smell it out in a second. And this goes for your energy at whatever job you're doing. So like, you know, every everyone in the whole world has ran into an employee who's really nasty, right? And all the employees doing is hurting themselves, really, because they're pushing people away from them. Nobody wants to work with them. They're ruining their reputation. And quite honestly, they're ruining their own self-worth being like that at a job. When you're in that negative energy, you're closing off any opportunities to move forward. There's no way that you can progress forward with an energy that's so low and stinky. So really be mindful. If you're finding yourself being resentful at your job, if you just can't change your thoughts, get a coach. And if it's so bad, I mean, if you really can't do it, if you really can't do it and you can't hire a coach, then quit the job because it's not doing you any favors, right? The best course of action would be to just learn how to manage your mind while you're in that job and use that job is a really good lesson on how you can manage your mind because if you can manage your mind at a job you don't really love, then you can definitely do it at a job that's your meaningful, that you've chosen to be at, that you've actually sought out and manifested into your life. And then I want to throw this in here too, guys. I have worked, I believe it's about 25 different jobs in my life. Um, I wrote them all down one day. It's definitely more than 20. And 
not every one of those jobs felt like it was on the right path. And at the time I was confused about why I was doing some of those jobs. And I was like, you know, totally resentful and bitter. And I didn't want to be on the bottom of the total pole or I didn't want to work or I didn't want to be there. And that energy wasn't serving me back then. And it just didn't help me get forward. And then I look back today from my current perspective in every single one of those jobs, it was really meaningful exercise the other day when I was writing down all of my jobs, because every single one that I wrote down, I'm like, wow, I have lessons from every one of those experiences that I can use now in my current business to change other people's lives um, that have all transformed me in different ways. So just remember, no matter what the experience is, try to get the most you can out of it, even if it's something that doesn't seem like it makes sense or what you want. All right, guys, so I have this picture on my phone, and it's really cool. It's a guy with a Rubik's Cube for a head, and it's all messed up. And the caption says, just because you haven't got it all figured out. And then there's another picture. It's all still messed up. It says, doesn't mean you never will. The third picture, he's holding a picture frame, and it says, someday, maybe you'll even look back. And then it pans out, and he's got his head all solved. And it says, and wonder why you ever were worried. So cute. It's just a really good way to think about life. The only way that we really understand our lives is backwards, right? We're going to be driving a car and we're going to like look in the rear view mirror one day and go, oh, now it makes sense. Now it tells a story, but we're not going to know in the moment. So it's just really important to always remember that every step of your journey is there for a reason and you can make the most of it if you manage your mind. Life is always 50-50. I know we've talked about, this is Brooke Castillo's idea about the 50-50 rule where no matter where you are in life, there's always going to be 50% positive and 50% negative emotion. That's just how it is, right? That's like how life works because without negative emotion, you don't have positive emotion, vice versa. So you're always going to have the ups and the downs and that's okay. And if you can learn to manage your mind at the job, what's going to happen is that you understand that, okay, this job has things that I can be okay with and things I can't be okay with. I can be in positive emotion half of this job and negative emotion the other half. Now, why that's so important is because when you find a job that's meaningful, if you haven't learned about that rule and learned how to do that and manage your mind and allow negative emotion when it's there without resisting it, then you're going to want to feel that the job should be making you happy. And I heard another quote once, and it's from the, one of the coaches, I forgot who said it, but they said, your job has no business making you happy. <laughs> like that is your job with your mind. And a lot of people, what they do, especially when they get into a job they thought was going to be amazing or a relationship they thought was going to be amazing, or they get a car that they really wanted is that they haven't learned to manage their mind. And they think that the car is going to make them happy, right? Which it can't. And it can't make you happier than the 50% of happiness you're only going to have. So just be really, really careful. You know, if you can learn that life is 50-50 and you can manage your thoughts and feelings in your current situation, then when you get onto your dreams and you start achieving things that you couldn't even believe was possible, you're going to have those skills to not get disappointed, right? Or get carried away and think that life should be perfect now because it isn't perfect. And because it's not perfect, that's what makes it so good, honestly. Could you imagine? There's a, a quote by Dostoevsky, and Jordan Peterson brought this up to my attention a couple of years ago. It was, if all you had to do was sit down and eat cake all day, the first thing you do is smash it because you get bored. So nobody wants happiness all the time. Could you imagine? Oh my goodness. Like, I couldn't even imagine. If someone could just inject you with happiness all the time, I mean, you'd be sick of it in like 10 minutes. Really. You really would. So life's always 50-50. Don't expect your job to make you happy. Please, at whatever job you're at, just do your best. Just try it and see what happens. Like, I swear to you, get your mindset, go in there and like really get your thoughts and emotions in order and do your best work and put your best genuine conscious effort forward and things will start to change for you. That's just how the world works. 
I do believe in karma. I do believe in the law of attraction. And I promise you they both work if you start living a conscious, deliberate life, no matter what your circumstances are. All right, guys. So that's it for the episode today. It's just a really positive note to, you know, manage yourself and make the most of wherever you're at. And it's okay because you're exactly where you're supposed to be. To the nice Aquafina guy who left the dog treats on my water jug today, thank you so much for doing that. You are totally living it out, man. And I love your work ethic and it's going to come back to you tenfold because that's just how adding value to the world works. So thank you guys so much. Have a fantastic day and manage your mind this week. All right. I'll see you next week, guys.